Hello, and welcome back to the Yellow Pill Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Kirkland. For all your generic needs, go to Kirkland. We have purified water that tastes a lot better than Aquafina. If you're tired of the shitty taste of water, try Kirkland brand. We also have Kirkland brand lasagna. Why did we decide to make lasagna and put a brand on it? Because we're Kirkland. And if you're looking for something generic, we got you covered. All right, guys, welcome back to the Yellow Pill Podcast. I just want to say a big thanks to everybody out there listening from home, listening in your car. I don't know what the fuck you're doing this evening, but thanks for tuning in, man. I got a lot of wild shit that I've been, uh, just been on my mind. I've been having these little mini existential crises. I've been having these weird out-of-body experiences sometimes, and I don't know. I've been looking at myself in the mirror lately, and I'm not recognizing the face. It's a few things going on, you know, just aging, uh, coming to terms with what life is. And it's surreal, man. It's very bizarre. I don't know how people have done this before. I'm 27 years old. I turned 28 this year. And I'll tell you what, I might as well be turning 60. I know a lot of you elder folk don't like to hear stuff like that. But you guys were 28 once, you know what I'm feeling, so ease off my back a little bit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that uh, I'm giving up just quite yet, but I do sense that uh, I, I am more a little, I'm a little more understanding of those who decide to opt out around this time. I don't recommend it, you know, it's, it's, not a, a, it's a very selfish thing to do, but uh, just so we're all clear here, I'm, I'm not... Uh, um, what is that promoting something like that? But I, I am coming of a, of that type of understanding. Life has gotten fucking weird. What are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to make a lot of money? Are you supposed to have a successful job and find uh, you know monetary wealth? What are you supposed to do? I, I I don't know. Every day that I go on and you know I wake up in the morning and I'm grateful that I'm here on this planet just to enjoy it. I I kind of have these uh, these thoughts. Obviously, I'm not a father. I feel like if I was a dad, I'd be, you know, trying to pump all my bullshit into a new uh, being and let them carry on with it. But, you know, I, I don't have that right now. So for now, I'm going to keep storing this stuff on my hard drive. And once uh, it's time to, you know, share it with a, a little uh, a little child here and they, I could download all my shit onto them, I'll do it. But as of now, it's keeping it to myself. going to keep storing this shit. I don't know. I mean, what do you guys do? You know, what do you guys really do? Like, do you guys feel content with what you're what you're doing with your life? Do you feel like you're on the right track? Do you feel like this is what you thought life was going to be? I think everybody kind of has some sort of resentment or maybe a minor regret here and there. That's not to say you're not completely grateful with the life you're living. I mean, let's be honest, you guys, it's this life that we're living it's a lot better than not living i mean where else would you where else would you want to be i wouldn't want to be in anybody else's shoes personally i'm very grateful for what i'm doing and i feel very uh what is this not lucky i'm trying to think of a of a synonym for lucky but i don't think that there's other people out there doing what i'm doing especially for the reason that i'm doing it which is for no reason at all 
I mean, come on, guys. Like, this shit's not entertaining. It's me talking into a mic. And it doesn't have any real point, you know? I talk as if there's a hundred listeners and and there's a lot of people to, you know, reach and stuff. But to be honest with you, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. And I don't know if it's uh, if it's meant for me, if it's my destiny. But there's a little voice inside of me. Uh, his name's Charles, and he's telling me to keep doing it. Yes, Charles, I'll let him know. Charles says, you guys can go all fuck yourself. That was from Charles, not me. Anyways, so, you know, I'm going to keep doing it, you know. And fuck, it's it gets weird every now and then. Especially when I go back and I listen to some of them. I, I realize that what I'm doing is I'm... It's a lot of the uh, the the talk that I tell myself, you know. I try to motivate myself and inspire myself. Not to say that I'm lacking inspiration in my life, but it's it's always good to have that type of rhetoric. I feel for myself, I feel like it's good for me to have that rhetoric in my mind, uh, that type of self love and and how do you say? I was gonna say perpetual bliss, right? I think the the opposite of that is perpetual sorrow, but just perpetual bliss because. Every day waking up in the morning, you're not sure you're not sure how you're going to take it. You're not sure what types of ideas and thoughts are going to come into your mind. But if you have a, a pretty set uh if you have like a pretty set layout and you kind of already know how you're going to deal with the day, it, the days don't become as challenging. What I'm referring to is it's sometimes, you know, you have a, a monkey on your back. You have to tell yourself I have to drink this morning or I have to smoke this morning or I have to go do something that's going to make me feel bad this morning, you know? And you have to, you have to find it in yourself to say, why do I, why do I feel like I deserve this? I don't know what I was watching or what I was listening to, but someone said like people who watch like violent videos and scary movies and stuff like that, uh, People that watch it for what it is, the violence of it, that they kind of have some sort of self-loathing going on and they're trying to punish themselves by viewing like strong images and everything. And I'll admit, like I used to watch a lot of like uh, gory stuff. Um, not Nothing crazy. I mean, it's whatever's out there, but I don't know how I would feel about watching it, you know, because uh, I heard that you can also get PTSD not only from watching it but even from listening to it because I, I listened to this other podcast podcast called sword and scale uh it's about this guy who kind of finds these weird crimes about uh murders and just really violent heinous types of crimes you know and he, he talks about them on his podcast and he even said himself like just listening to this can cause some sort of ptsd like if you don't know how where to compartmentalize it and put it into your mind it's uh if you access it during like random parts in your day and you don't know when to like indulge in these things that it could actually have like some negative effect, which of course it is. It's violence. You know, what type of person has violence on their mind 24 seven and hasn't come unhinged every now and then, you know, I'm talking about like UFC fighters and stuff like that. Cause I mean, these guys are always violent. They seem to be a little volatile. Right. And I feel watching those types of videos and watching violent things like that, for me personally, can make me a, a bit volatile at times, you know, where I'd have a, a very violent thought where, you know, maybe if I was watching Teletubbies or Barney or something, like I wouldn't think about some of the videos, you know. Um, th I think the main part I bring that up is like I had a very, <sighs> it was a bad dream. It was a nightmare last night. 
I'm not going to go fully into it. I'm going to do a Patreon and stuff, but for now, it, it was bad. It There was raping involved. It had to do with uh, animals. And it was like I was all watching it from a third-person point of view. Very strange, very unsettling. Uh, so many things were going on. Oh, and on that note, I had my first sleep paralysis. I'm not sure what they call it, night terrors. I don't fucking know. It was the freakiest thing ever. Okay, I I'm, I got chills right now just talking about it because it feels like you're being pushed into another dimension. It doesn't feel like you're living your uh, your actual life. It, it feels so real and so fake at the same time. I don't know how else to explain it. So, I mean, like I said, you guys, like this shit's not prime entertainment. So if you guys are listening to this and thinking like, shut the fuck up already, sorry. But anyways, I'll go back to the dream. I was asleep in my old apartment, so I think it was on Moss Street, and I slept on the mattress on the floor. I didn't have a box or anything underneath it, so I was sleeping on that bed next to the window, and I was just sleeping on my back, and out of nowhere, there's like a dark figure on my right side, and then on the left side of my ear, I just heard like, like that type of stuff. Dude, I got really freaked out right now, just talking about it, my hands got sweaty, and then I was like, what the heck? But then I knew it was like a dream, right? I looked around a little bit and nothing was there. All I could do was like feel the dark figure on the right side and then hear the voice on the left side. And then as I try to get up, something pushes me back into the bed and smothers my face to try to keep me from like getting up. And after that whole thing happens, not only was it terrifying, it was real that it happened. But when I woke up, I woke up with a really strange calm. I th- when I woke up, I thought I was going to be out of breath and I thought I was going to be panting and crying and doing all this weird stuff. And it, it was a weird calm that kind of overtook my whole body. I just kind of woke up in a very uh, relaxed way where I don't even normally wake up like that in a, in a regular day. You know, I just kind of woke up in peace. It was, it was very strange. I, I don't know what triggered that dream. I, I Googled it because I always Google if I if I have a weird dream, I always try to do like the interpretation of it to try to see if there's any type of, um, you know, if there's if it relates in any aspect to my life. Sometimes it does. Um, I always when it's a, a, a night terror that way or that was my first one. So not a night terror, but like a nightmare or, or a strange dream. And sometimes it'll say like there's always like a negative one and a positive interpretation of it. Always try to lean towards the positive one just to, um, I feel, you know, who the fuck wants to, wants to think you're having a negative dream. But, uh, so I Googled this one. It says like it has something to do with stress and anxiety, but, uh, I haven't been feeling more stressed than usual. You know, I haven't been feeling anxious more than usual. And on the contrary, actually, I've been feeling a lot better about everything. And I think that's, what's kind of, uh. That's probably what triggered it. Maybe I feel like I'm being careless now. Maybe I feel like I'm avoiding responsibilities, but I that's not that's not what it is. I it's I've I've become I've accepted it. You know, there's only so much you can do about your everyday problems and there's only so much you can do to improve on them. You can do the best you can every day and that's all you have to do, really. So I mean, I've I've come to terms with uh with how I'm dealing with it. Um, maybe there's like a, a part inside of me, my subconscious that's telling me, knock it off, uh, and get back to what you got to do. 
but I don't think that's what it is. I think what's happening here is, is I'm getting rid of all of my old habits and uh, starting anew. And maybe some part inside of me is kind of uh, is going to miss the old stuff, the bad stuff. But for me to go on, I got to I got to do this, you know, for myself. And it, it's a it's a strange feeling. A feeling of knowing that you're going to be sacrificing and changing your life in a in a better way because you're not going to have an excuse to indulge in the things that were bad, you know, because every time that that I'm going to be faced with that, that temptation, I'm going to know why I'm doing it. And it's getting kind of profound with me because I'm thinking about it because it's true. And I hope you guys can find something like that in your life and just kind of let go of it. Ask yourself, why do you do it? Like, it doesn't make me feel better. I don't feel better after doing it. If anything, it just makes me feel worse. It could be some sort of avoidance. You might be avoiding a task. It might be drinking too much. Could be hitting your kids. Could be not going to church. It could be anything, right? But I mean, I'd like you guys to try something like that. You guys can do something small, you know, stop eating chips, stop drinking soda, juice, stuff like that. Or it could be like, don't watch uh, Netflix for more than an hour a day. Just kind of set like a, a small limitation on yourself just to see if you can do it. Just to kind of take back control in your life. That's what I felt like was going on with me. I was just going into this pit of nothingness. This pit of just despair. There was no rules. It was hours of Hulu, hours of Netflix, hours of video games, hours and hours spent trying to distract myself from what my life is. And I can't keep doing it. Like I mean, if I kept doing it, well, what's to say was gonna happen with my life, man? It was I was gaining weight like crazy. I still have it on me. I'm trying to get rid of it. It's fucking so hard though. I'm doing this calorie deficit thing, and I, I it's a placebo, but I feel weaker. Mentality wise, I feel weaker. I also feel uh, like I'm getting fatigued more throughout the day. I lose my breath for some reason. I went to the gym and I've been sore, but this soreness feels different, you know. But these are all things that I'm telling myself because I know I'm do I'm doing something different, like a, a the calorie deficit, and I'm trying to justify eating more. So I already know like that's the little trick that my mind's playing on me, you know. But it's a powerful the mind's a powerful thing. You can trick yourself into doing a lot of things. Um, I already forgot the fuck I was talking about. Oh, I listened to uh, the first episode or the introduction to my brother-in-law's podcast. Shout out, Ram. Good job. That shit was hilarious. You had me fucking rolling with the whole thing. Like, uh, at the beginning, I loved it. You're like, hey, um, for real, like, you guys don't listen to this shit. And if you guys didn't talk shit about it, like, I'm just going to laugh at you because, like, you guys took time out of your day to listen to my shit. Bro, I was fucking dead because it's fucking true, bro. Like... But that's what I encourage people to talk about it because honestly, at the end of the day, any type of any type of listeners, haters or, or fucking people that are going to push you to do better. It doesn't matter, man. A listener is a listener in my eyes. I don't give a fuck. Um, 
Let's see. You know what also I wanted to do? I wanted to talk about some of my uh, my old friends, and I want to talk about some coworkers and stuff. I just want to see if uh, anybody would be interested in contacting me and hitting me up about doing the uh, the podcast. Um, I'd like to have... These people were from Sanford. Uh, my buddy Justin Sahanaya. I'm pretty sure I butchered your last name, but you're a cool dude, man. I remember you had me over at your house. We're playing beer pong and stuff with uh, Alex and your roommate. I forgot his name. Um, cool dude, and we had a, we had a lot of good times out there, man. Like you're one of the the few, the few in Fargo that really tried to make me feel welcome out there, man. And I appreciate it. Uh, we used to go like to the Boulevard right there. That place is it's really good food there. For being bar food, it's really good food. Uh, we went bowling a few times, just a little, a little random shit. But uh, yeah, dude, it'd be freaking awesome to have you come out here, or maybe we can do like a Skype thing. I don't fucking know. Same thing with uh, Alex Yanish. That's my boy out there. Fucking, I remember one time we had a fucking night shift, dude. All we talked about the entire night was fucking anime. I think Magic the Gathering. Um, just random shit like that. We're talking about Kingdom Hearts too for the longest time, dude. And that shit was, dude, the whole fucking night. I remember who was there. It was uh, Joy. I think it was Joy. She woke up, like, she had taken a nap there for a couple hours, and then she woke up, she's like, are you guys still talking about Kingdom, uh, whatever? And we're like, we just laughed, we're like, yeah, and like, dude, that shit was funny, man. Uh, Joy, she was cool too, dude. Dude, that, she was a badass, man. I remember it was my first time on shift there, and I was gonna go do trait cares on this uh, one dude, and his trait got dislodged. I'm not sure if it got dislodged to the point where it was kind of uh, where he wasn't able to breathe through it, but it was de- it was sticking out and I wasn't able to insert it back in. So I, I freaked out, right? Because I couldn't push the damn thing back in. It was it was really stuck. So I called Joy. She showed up instantly. And dude, she just handled the thing like a pro. She got it like a 14 French suction catheter, jabbed it in, in between the, uh, the trach itself, got it passed to wherever the trach was, pulled the other trach out, she called the doctor. No, no, no. She didn't call. She didn't pull it out. She called the doctor and asked him, "Hey, uh, we have a dislodged trachea. Um, I don't know, uh, dislodged um, tracheostomy tube. And what do you want me to do? Do you want me to try to swap it out now? It's pretty tight to get in, and it's it worked like it worked like a charm, man. That that fourteen French catheter that she sucked inside that she stuck inside of it." She used it as a bougie, so when she pulled the old one out, she just slid another, one, a smaller size one right on top of it, and just handled it like a pro, man. There's fucking blood everywhere. Uh, I was just kind of watching her. I was like asking her, is there anything I can do? Uh, but she had a lock on the situation, man. She was a beast. I think she ended up going a little further north because she wanted to get out of the city, which is hilarious to me because the fact that you'd reference Fargo as a city is fucking beyond me. But that's how it is out there, man. And I respect it, all right? Uh, a few other random people. Um, I can't remember you guys' names. My bad. I'm fucking tired right now. I'm, I think I'm going to end this one now. Uh, so thanks again for those of you that are sticking around with me, that you guys have to deal with my dementia. You know, that's what it is. It's my dementia. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Um, I'll hit you guys up later. Uh, so all right, fool. Peace out, homes. You guys want to hear a little rap? Um, I said a one, a two, skill a diddly do. We rock 
OG Bach, a Scooby Doo, cause you're rocking a roll with it so much, so cause you're rocking to your hundred and one. That's fucking. <laughs> that's not mine. That's uh, rapper's delight. By who the fuck are they? I forgot who they're called. Anyways, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.